one second in. Hi, John. Morning, Steve. How are you today? Oh, you know, John. You know, I'm I'm struggling, but uh, you, I I said you can uh, you can talk to get us started, John. And you told me last time I said that I talked for the first fifteen minutes. So that seems that seems like uh, you're being abusive early on Friday morning. Yeah, did that hurt your feelings? If I had one, I would. Uh, it would have. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Do you know how cats like their steaks? No, John, I don't. Where? Oh my God! I knew there was a noise coming, and it was—it was terrible. Okay, that's 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 good. So, Dad says to to his daughter, uh, you know, stay stay away from that that tree over there. She says, "Why, Dad? You know, it's a perfectly clear day, it's, and it's not going lightning or anything." And he says, "I don't know. It just looks a little shady to me." Yeah, okay. So we we opened with bad jokes. Uh, if you came here for the comedy, uh, it's because we're the Obvious Brothers, and I'm Obvious Steve. And this is Obvious John. And uh, over the last week, something weird has happened. John and uh, a bunch of people have started listening to this podcast. And uh, all I can say to them is, I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, I don't know what else to say, huh, John? Yeah, it's... Uh... Is that right, John? Speaking of riveting, John, uh, in, in terms of a beautiful John segue, uh, this this morning's uh, Wardle was uh, was interesting. Yeah, to you, use a, use a word that you use a lot. Yeah, interesting. Um, uh, I, I've spent almost every day for I don't know how long eliminating letters and getting to the point where I didn't think I knew a word. That did what it clearly Wardle wanted it to do, and then uh, then there's an aha moment, and like, oh yeah, yeah. If you if you really could put a G there, it would work, and stuff like that. So this morning I uh, I, I got to where what I have three three letters, two in the wrong place, and I said, well, let's let's that's got to be here, and so let's try this, and voila, it was the right word, and I was I was like I was like. Wow, that's that's so weird. That I didn't have to sit here and and you know rummage through my vocabulary. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, was a different, a little bit of a different one today. Yeah, well, I I did I didn't think yesterday's was actually a word. So I I I I'm, I'm I I don't know what to think. Okay. Yeah. So so, John, do I need to remind our our thousands of uh, new listeners of all our rules? Okay, so here here we go, John. Don't don't click pins, which is my issue. I need to edit the tape, which we're now using new tech on uh, Anchor.fm, taping straight to it. We shouldn't have an issue. So don't clink uh, uh, your ice. Don't slurp your coffee. Don't munch on snacks, John. And finally, an important one: don't talk too long about Moon Knight, which we will not talk about at all. But on the other hand, I think you went to the theater last weekend and saw Doctor Strange. So, yeah, um, realize somebody's not going to be happy with you if you go too long on this. But what 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 did you think of Doctor Strange? It's trippy, man. Trippy. If you're into that, uh, you know, going to the movies. 
Thrones type thing. It would be pretty wild. It's got some, it's got some great graphics. Um, the storyline is is a bit confusing. It can be. There's a lot going on with the timelines, and, and uh, you know, Scarlet Witch is Scarlet Witch. She's kind of really makes her technically her first appearance into the MCU since she uh, since the little TV series she did. So um, it's good. It's if you're if you're a fan of of the wild and, and crazy, it's pretty good. Okay. Well, it, it did not take you long. Uh, I have no idea what you mean by Scarlet Witch. That is who. So you, so you were telling us when uh, Anchor.fm and the new attempted technology uh, uh, <laughs> cut us off, something about uh, one of the Olsen twins or an Olsen, no? no? The youngest Olsen, Wanda Maximoff, is now Scarlet Witch. That's what the transition from when she killed um, the love of her life and the... Avengers movie that kind of sent her into a downward spiral. She created that little town that she controlled everybody's minds and uh. started kind of going to the uh, you know the dark side of things. So uh, kind of a spoiler, but Wanda Maximoff's Scarlet Witch is not a hero. Hmm. Wow. Introduction to America Chavez, which is played by, uh, I can't pronounce her first name, I think it's Shonel Gomez. Um, she does, she's really good. And uh, America should have a reoccurring role in the future when it comes to the multiverse because she can go from multiverse to multiverse. Hmm. And it was kind of cool to see um, there's a Charles Xavier. Um, appearance in one of the multiverses. Well, that's, that's nice. Yeah. And w which Charles Xavier was it? It was Patrick Stewart. Oh, well, you better get some tape on him while he's still alive. Yeah. Okay. Coach. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Have I you mean, seen him? Not, Have you seen him lately? <laughs> Have you seen him lately? <laughs> okay. Did he? Yeah. So no. It was, it was good. Okay. So, uh, well, John's been to the movie theater um, recently now, and, and life First time in two yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah, there you go, John. So, uh, if we're going to stick with our viewing pleasure, uh, John, uh, we, we've had a lot of fun the last couple of weeks uh, watching Holy Moly on Tuesday nights and uh, texting back and forth about the, the weirdness that is Holy Moly, and uh, it's been pretty weird, yeah. It's been weird. It's been highly entertaining. Uh, you know, Riggle, Riggle and Joe—they do—they do a great job together. And you know, this year they've kind of introduced the Muppets as being a part of the the team a little bit. Yeah. So I, I guess uh, Tuesday Tuesday night, uh, Pepe had uh, 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 Steph Curry. Uh, kidnapped and uh it looked that way wednesday night uh in the basketball game yeah yeah he was definitely hung over from the uh yeah from the abduction apparently yeah yeah it's, 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 a, 
these this NBA playoff series has been weird. Ha, ha, I mean, what, been, is, that, is that the word we're using? Weird? Okay. It's been like blowout after blowout going back and forth. I mean, it's not last night the Mavs smoked the Suns, tied that series at three. Um, the Heat closed out the Sixers. That really wasn't too much of a series at all. Sorry, Josh. You mean Sean? Sean. Sorry, Sean. Yeah. Uh, the Grizzlies absolutely pulled the Warriors on Wednesday night. Yeah. They were down, they were down 52 at one point, I think. They were. I, I saw that tweet, yeah. Um, the Belks. With, without, without, ja, without Ja Moran, we, we want to point out. Yeah. Right. Uh, the Buck Celtics series was has been fairly entertaining. Yeah, that it, should be a good game tonight. It's been pretty tight, yeah. And uh, I am disappointed to say it. The Celtics have to win tonight on the road to keep the series going. So after I, I they coughed the game up the other night. Yep. Yeah. And that uh, maybe uh, could prove very costly. Well, they have to. Uh, yeah. say this about about them being favorites and winning tonight they should be rested up uh considering they didn't make the trip to memphis uh for wednesday night so i i, I think they should be well rested so yeah it has been uh uh both disappointing and and in terms of the series status uh pretty interesting okay uh, new technology, new place. Uh, yeah, I was saying that uh, although, as you say, only the Bucks Celtics games have been tight, uh, uh, all the series went six games, and uh, potentially we're looking. Well, we're looking at Game Seven in the Mavs series. Uh, I don't know that the Warriors are going to lose at home tonight, but uh, would not surprise me uh, if the uh, other, you know, well. Celtics and Bucks win. Uh, no, yeah, I, I think both the Bucks and the Warriors. So the three series are going to go six games and one's going to go seven. That's not bad. I, no, yeah. it's just have been weird that they've been. Yeah, it, they've been, yeah, yeah. It, it was funny the other night, uh, uh, the first game, uh, first game, let me think about that. It was a heat game. They beat them by 35 there in Miami, and you said, "What was what was that?" You know that uh, I, I don't understand. I I said, "Well, the Suns will win by more than that because they were favored by more, and the Suns didn't win by more, but they won by 30 at home. So uh, they were not neither one good games, but uh, nope. So uh, right, I I don't know what to think right now. Bucks Heat looked like a pretty good series. Obviously, if it's Suns Warriors, that's a good series, and, and it probably doesn't hurt if uh, um, Doncic gets to play another another round and uh, show everybody his talents, which are are massive. But uh, yeah, yeah. So NBA NBA's, NBA's uh, got some potential here. Uh, of course, uh, as you pointed out last night, uh, everybody was watching the uh, NFL schedule reveal show instead of uh, the basketball, which 
I'm I'm sorry that I just brought that up. It just slipped in there. I wouldn't go and talk about it at all, but uh, there you go. What a weird, well, um, like I said, how dumb is it that to do this big, they made a big deal about the schedule release. You always know your schedule. Um, well, you know, even with now that you have 17 games, there's that one game. I guess you don't know who you're gonna play. They haven't, I don't know if it's just a draw or bad or whatever. But it's, yeah, you know. But you know, you know the first 16. Yes. Yeah, you know the first 16, and whether it's home or away, you just don't know where or what week it falls. Well, you only know home and away in the in the, in the division. No, you know because every other. When you play the other division, um, like when you play whatever, as for like for instance the Cowboys when they play the AFC South, they are playing the opposite of when they played them four years ago. Is that for sure? For sure. That's for sure. For sure. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it makes the reveal all the more. Yeah, uh, uh, less of a reveal. Uh, uh, But but since since. Uh, I mistakenly and horribly uh, got into this. Um, it, isn't it weird that you're playing the Bucks to open the season again? Yeah, I think so. At least it's at our, it's at our field well, this time. But from what you just said, it has to be, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I obvious, obviously somebody had to be paying attention and, and want to do this. But, yeah, it's kind of an interesting, uh, yeah, uh, one, one of you is going to be, have a loss after the opening week, and kind of... That's kind of, very obvious, Steve's statement. Yeah, well, we are the obvious, but for those of you who missed it, we're the obvious brothers for a reason, and, and I just wanted to help John out in case he had missed the point that either the Bucks or the Cowboys are going to start the season 0-1, and yeah. uh, that... That is uh, that's not uh, that's not death, but uh, it is dig- it is digging yourself out of a hole right off the bat. So Cowboys could start zero two with two home losses right out of the gates because their week two game is the uh, they host the Bengals. Ah well, and who do they play week three? They're at the Giants. Ah, hmm. So their schedule softens up until. So who do we play week four? The commanders home. Okay. okay. Well, I, I I might give you that one. So there there you go. So I I I I I think you should win against the Giants. But as as you know, it's a divisional game and it's on the road. So yeah, but the Giants are not very good. You don't know that yet. I'm sorry, isn't it Danny Dimes? Yeah, it's been more like Danny Penny's here lately. Hmm. Okay, you want you want to workshop that one, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Danny Penny's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so somehow we ended up talking about the stupid um, schedule release. Yeah. Yeah. NFL long. See, they they they, they suck you in. Yes. Yep. So. Yes, we and, got 
Warriors and Kings. Uh, the Blues did close out the Wild last night, though. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Go Blues. Um, yeah. Uh, the the in it and, and the thing about this is these are first round series, and mm-hmm. uh, you know in the NBA you don't get upsets in the first round. Uh, but in the uh, in NHL hockey, seemed for reasons, yeah, for reasons, uh, the, the the hockey uh, gets you all kinds of upsets early and often. Yep. And it ends up ends up with some strange teams um, in the finals. The uh, it is uh, uh, in the everybody's preview of the the NHL uh they were pretty sure the lightning weren't getting out of this first round series with the uh uh Maple Leafs and uh as you said it's going to game 7 uh although it took overtime last night for them to win game 6 and now it's going back to Toronto uh but uh they they the two-time defending champions are not going away easily and uh so that's that's kind of the one thing I've noticed from the opening series is uh how little respect they were getting against Toronto. And uh they've uh you know they're they're at least punching their weight at this point. So Yeah. Yeah. Well a lot of people think the Maple Leafs are gonna win the uh the cup this year, so Yeah. Yeah, I I think I I think I would take the field against them. Uh yeah. And the Wild was a pretty huge favorite over the Blues, and you see how that turned out. Right, yeah, well, yeah, like I say. Uh, and and the star, where are the Stars at at this point? They are down 3-2 at home tonight against Calgary. Yeah, so I, I, I thought they were still in it. So um, I know the Penguins, um, are the Penguins up 3-2 playing at home tonight? Is that where we're at? That is correct. Yeah, so um, that 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 that, that is. I'm tossing that one to my friend Michael, who who is a huge Penguins fan. So yeah. Yeah, and they're leading a series that they're not. They weren't favored in at all. So well, yeah, well, yeah. They, like I say, NHL works differently, and so, and the thing about first round series going awry means you get all kinds of wacky stuff in the second and third round. So we'll. Uh, yeah, NHL will be fun to try and keep up with and figure out what's what. But yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm taking the Maple Leafs against the field. Just to be obvious, yeah. Steve again. I'm. Um, no, I'll pass on that one. Probably a pretty uh, real bold move on your part. Yeah. It's you know the first round of the, the playoffs, so well, got a lot of lot of teams behind them. Well, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They got a long way to go at this point, but uh, there you go. Uh, I like the Stars tonight, so do you? I would take the Stars money line tonight if I were you. Is that right? Okay, so in my in my uh, obvious John losing uh, multi-game parlay, uh, it, it is Stars on the money line, huh? Yeah, I almost hit a huge one last night. Oh, did you did you bet last night? Because you shared the night before, and 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 we yeah. were all raffling. Uh, it was a, I jinxed it. Yeah. But, uh, well, the Warriors knew I want to screw that one up, which sucked. Otherwise, I would have hit that one. But 
Now, well, well, you 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 also you also had the Celtics in, in one of the three that you showed us. So uh, yeah, no, it was more than just the Warriors. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, in that one, yes. Yeah. But the other two, it was only the Warriors that messed it up. Yeah. Well. That that, that, that yeah right. Well, that that's the way these parlays go, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the, yeah. That's the rub of them. Yeah. Yeah. You got to win them all, John. Uh, and what what did you hit last night? Um, I hit a baseball one last night yesterday. Oh, okay, good. Uh, did you have the Cubs? No, no, <laughs> no. Hmm. No, it was mostly overs and unders that I was I was on. Ah, okay. Over overs and unders. Uh, okay, but but tonight you're starting your parlay with the uh, the stars on the money line. Good to know. Yeah. So it's so. Nice games. So you know what they say about stars at night in Texas? No. Oh, come on, dude. Yeah. Well, whatever they say, it's a lie, but okay, go ahead. Stars at night shine big and bright. You got to tell me you've never heard that song? Uh, yes, I am. All right, move on. Okay. All right. Well, you know, you're supposed to be covering a lot of minutes, so you could have gone on for a while there. Well, it's, I'm befuddled at the fact that you don't know what I'm talking about. Dude, I'm still back uh, happy that I got the Wordle in three three try, tries. So <laughs> I, I don't. I have not moved on yet uh, to to anything else of significance. So, John, you want to hear a story? Sure. I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if you're really going to laugh at this, but I, I hope you do. So yesterday I gave my last final exam and, you know, and I did it on paper face to face, which haven't been doing the last couple of years, but here we go. So at the end, young woman comes up who, let's say her class attendance was sporadic. How's that for a word? Sporadic. Okay. And she comes up and hands it to me and says, I did terrible. I flunked, and, and I said, "Oh, you sure? Oh, yeah. No, no way. No way. I passed. I'm going to have to retake the class." And I said, "Oh, well. Uh, hmm." And she says, "But can I give you some advice?" And I will pause here, John. She says that to you. Yeah. Okay. You, uh, okay. Yeah. So, so she says to me, uh, "You know, some of us are, are unhappy with your study guides." that they're not exact enough and we have to actually study pretty much everything before for the exam. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and, what and, a shame that you would have to know everything that you covered in a class before a final exam. Well, yeah, and, and John, I, 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 I'm way too proud of myself for the fact I didn't say, A, if you have to retake it, please don't take me. And and, and 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 B, thank you a lot for the advice. You know, I I will consider uh, the source and, uh, and 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 go from there, right? But, yeah, yeah, because you know the person you want to take advice from is the person standing there telling you that they can't pass the course, right? So uh, and it's going going to, have to retake it. So yeah, it's 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 good to have, yeah get advice from quality places but uh, yeah that was a good one uh, uh, you know finals week uh, 
stuff like this comes up with some regularity, but that that was a that was a keeper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it is it is interesting. As you know, I I I was gone from teaching for six years, right, John? So my first semester back, I'm teaching a, a lit course, and uh, the midterm was like, you know, the next class, and they said, "Well, are you giving us a study guide?" And I looked at them like, "What?" And so I asked my colleagues, and they said, "Oh yeah, since you've been gone." It's become the thing, I guess, from high school that you you have to give them. They, they they expect you to give them something to tell them what to study on the test, and, and so uh, yeah, because because you know my answer to study guide was well you know just study everything we've covered up to here right, right. which is the way it's been done for quite a while. And but no now now they're the point they want a study guide that I guess. Ex- essentially tells them what the questions are going to be on the exam. So, yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a good world. Yeah, but uh, uh, that 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 was my that was my my uh, my humorous anecdote from my work yesterday, John. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, that was your last class of the year. That was that was it. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations. Uh, my 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 your sister has been good enough to tell me exactly how long I'm off, and I've told her. I don't want to. I don't want to know because that just, you know, it's going ruin. It's going ruin the vibe because that gets you into a countdown mode, right? So yeah, yep. yeah. So I've just uh, yeah. Uh, well, happy, two two weeks. So so two weeks from today, of course, we'll be in Seattle. So uh, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll have to figure out the time difference uh, for for our recording. But okay. there you go. And I have hopes. I have hopes that the Mavs win that series because we will be in uh, uh, we we will be in San Francisco for Game Seven of the next series if if it was there in San Francisco and it will be way too much to not go see them play if they're there. Oh, playoff game, Warriors playoff game. Come. Yeah, that's gonna cost you some coin, bro. Well, yeah, well, it's kind of, you know, an MBA, in, 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 you know, I, I would, it would be worth coin, yeah, in my mind, yeah. So, yeah. Have you talked to uh, KG much recently? Uh, other than a discussion about my clubs coming, uh, not really, sort of. He's got, he's got the... Uh, Oh, he's too busy. Of course. Yeah, but you know, he he is uh, what a week or so from his big trip where he's playing all these great places in the Carolinas uh, on a golf trip. So we won't talk about that because it might bring a mild case of envy. Yeah, they're playing. uh, The interesting thing about the Byron Nelson this year is their first year at the uh, at Craig Ranch there in McKinney. So the new Oh, headquarters, the TPC Craig Ranch course. Oh, really? Just right, and so right down the road from him. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Literally in his backyard. Right. Yeah, because because the guys from Craig's Ranch, uh, the uh, staff there play where at his course, which is uh, West Ridge, uh, uh, pretty frequently, from what he says. Oh. 
It's not. He 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 may maybe I'm misrepresenting here, and maybe he was, but he made it sound like the staff there at Craig's Ranch don't really have playing privileges, or maybe they don't have playing privileges except for certain days. Well, as being a TPC course, that kind of surprises me, and it's just a PGA headquarters that really surprises me. Doesn't surprise me any. Well, that's true. I, I, uh, I'm obvious, Steve. But yeah, there, there, you know, there, are, there are money. There's money in rounds there, you know. Yeah, but they also have like 54 holes. Do, do they? Sure. They're they're all open. Uh, yeah, I believe they're all all open now. Oh, okay. They were supposed to be, and I think the PGA is there. Not next year. It's the t- it's twenty four. Uh huh. So John, you realize uh, under the cut the dead time out, uh, I probably need to cut better part of this out. Uh, we we may. What's that? Golf is always exciting. Yeah. Well, you, it, somebody it, that you've never heard of absolutely lit it up yesterday. Yeah. Right. Hey, hey, uh, John. Speaking of lighting it up, um, an eighty to one shot won the Derby. So, so John, uh, there are a lot of funny stories in this, John, but uh, I, I have several to tell on myself, but I, I will admit this, John, I did not know that horse was in the field. Uh, well, it, it wasn't until late Friday. Well, yeah, it was, yeah, but I, I, I missed the whole, you know, that we put a horse, in, you know, the ethereal, is it ethereal ridge, whatever, dropped out at the last minute and they got in your sister says I thought there were only 20 horses in the field and I looked at the board and there was the scratch in 20 and the 21 on a on a screen I said well it looks like the 20 scratched and they slid 21 whoever it is in so that's that's how much I knew about uh, uh, Rich Strike who uh, made a lot of people well not a lot of people because it's 80 to 1 but made some people rich yeah yeah, that was a, was a pretty huge payout if you had them in any of your yeah. boxes or tries or exactas or trifectas or whatever. So I, I, I probably forwarded you way too many tweets and stuff about this, right, John? But did I forward you the one about the guy who took his friend to the track for the first time? And first time the, he ever bet. First time he ever bet, and he bets 150 across the board. Win place show on on rich strike and says, "Wow, this game's easy." So, yeah, yeah, yeah no, nothing like a twelve thousand plus, uh, you know, payout on your first bet, right? Just retire. Yeah, well, you just uh, walk over to the IRS window and do the paperwork, and uh, yeah, yeah, I would retire from gambling if I if that happened. Is that right? You would you would just say, yeah. Uh, on, on top of that, uh, the way it happened was uh, on on the track was kind of amazing because here, I, I've heard lots of people say this is you know you're you're yelling at two of the favorites going neck and neck down the stretch the three and the ten, you know, and we had tickets with the three and t- tickets with the ten on them, so you know I was kind of okay either way, but was leaning to the ten, and they get what you know. 
three or four strides from the end and like a bolt of lightning the course comes out of nowhere and passes them it's like who is that and where did they come from and yeah, of course the then overhead, you, yeah the overhead view of the race was, is pretty impressive watching him come from literally nowhere i mean he was way back at the back of the field he was in like 18th place, place. Or, yeah eighteen. yeah I, I think so and then he, and he weaves through all those horses yeah. and which isn't typically nope. a good strategy to be bouncing in and out and weaving and bobbing. And right. He's just kind of cutting and darting his way through there like no big deal. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's right there at the end and the last yeah. 50 meters, he passes him. Yeah, it's like he's got a rocket up his butt and uh, and they're dragging, you know, sleds behind him and uh, boom. Yeah, oh, that was... Crown Pride, did you see that thing? It was, it was like he all of a sudden he had freaking lead lead shoes on. Yeah, yeah. Crown, uh, I, I'm 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 intrigued that you brought Crown Pride up, but yeah, uh, I I did not watch Crown Pride's trip, John. But I'm not surprised. I mean, that's the thing about first half. That's the thing about about the mile and a quarter. There comes a point where you kind of see horses. You can tell. They're used to going this far, and it's like I got no more gas, man. It's yeah, and that pace was oh, was it was not... yeah, it was blistering. Yeah, as they say, uh, I I know when I saw the first quarter go up at like twenty one five, I'm yeah. like, holy moly! And then the next quarter, I I think they hit forty four on the next quarter. That was like, weren't they both like? Records. One of them was wasn't in the first quarter a record. I I do not I do not know I never heard that. Of course we uh, I don't even think we had sound on where we were watching. But anyway the uh, yeah uh, it it was it was it was a very hot pace and uh, worked worked to uh, a closer's advantage. But uh, no nobody saw a rich strike as uh, yeah it is it is a one hell of a story it is. Uh, you know, a two-year-old uh, was claimed for thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand dollars, right? Because uh, the the owner needed a two-year-old in his in his stable, and uh, the uh, the trainer had seen him run at Churchill and won by seventeen lengths on dirt, then took him down to Turfway and uh, couldn't. Uh, yeah, it didn't run great. Didn't run the same way on synthetic, but uh, thought they had something with the horse. And I, 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 th I think it's bullshit when they. Well, you know, I think everybody says this, and it's usually a lie, right? I'm not putting a horse in a race. I don't think they can win. Yeah, I was just gonna mention that that they said that we would. We we talked about this, and we've always said that we'd never put a horse in that we didn't think could win. Okay, come on. If you look at the history of that horse, there's there's one in here. What in your right mind made you think that that horse had a chance to win? Well, I think the one thing is he hadn't run a lot on dirt, so uh, and ran really well at Churchill on dirt. And the second thing is the trainer said that legitimately seemed to run better the long. You know, each race they they increased the length, yeah. and and he seemed to get better with length. So they had hope that the mile and a quarter will uh, was going to do something for them, but. Uh, yeah, I mean that's I, people say that shit all the time. I don't put a horse in, and, you know. That's we think we're going to win, and it's like, of course you think you think there's a chance you're going to win, right? I mean, but but you know you're not really thinking. Oh yeah, I got this. Right? Let so. me see your betting ticket. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you, you've got your horse covered in five others, right? <laughs> so that's yeah, your comp. Let me see your betting ticket and let me see the, the five grand you put on your horse to win. Yeah. And I believe that you really thought it was yeah. had a chance to win. Yeah, well, you know, five five grand would you you'd have some money at eighty to one if you had a five grand win ticket. Of course, if you had a, if, if you had a five grand win ticket, it probably wouldn't have been eighty to one. But <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, that that was fun. And next weekend with the Preakness is going to be fun. Uh, think he's going to be the favorite? He's not running. I thought they said he was. Uh, yesterday they announced he wasn't going. He's going to Belmont, skipping the Preakness. So. Going to go to the long one. Uh, yeah, I. Yeah, it's an interest. You know, if we're going to talk about horse racing, it is an interesting. It's always every year an interesting thing to talk about, starting at a mile and a quarter, and then. Two weeks later, which is too fast to turn around, running a shorter distance uh, is okay. But then, can you then turn around and run three weeks later a mile and a half? So, uh, I sus, you know, okay, I'll be obvious, Steve, not knowing what they're really thinking. Uh, he ran better at distance a mile and a quarter. We've got a chance at a mile and a half. He might really like a mile and a half. And he's probably going to like a mile and a half more than almost anybody else, right? right. Uh, and so why wear him out in the shorter race where his late, uh, you know, kick yes. is not going to help you so much? So right. I, I kind of wonder if that's not what they're thinking. So, uh, of course, part of the interest at this point of the Preakness now is that the Kentucky Oaks winner Secret Oath is running? So, uh, so we get the Philly, which uh, last week we talked about. What did we say? Gray horses and horses with uh, people's names and okay. in, in, yeah. in them, and fillies in in male races uh, get get too much money. So, uh, Secret Oath will be heavily bet. Um, I you know Swiss skydiver if you remember right won in uh, in uh, two years ago, so uh, you know a filly can win this race and maybe Secret Oath can win this race, but I always kind of wonder. <sighs> yeah, I yeah. wonder. I wonder. I mean, I mean, if if she's running the day before in the Black Eyed Susan, which is the you know the female version of. Of, uh, of the Preakness, she would be a heavy favorite coming off the Oaks. Um, and, and more, you know, you would think his heavy favorite like, more likely to win, but uh, running against the uh, a couple high-quality boys, uh, I would think you would have less, much less chance to win, although the money is significantly... Well, I'd have to look, but I think there's quite a bit more money in the Preakness than in a Susan, so... Yeah, but I guess that's one of those things you got to kind of cost-benefit analysis kind of thing about is it better to run when we're more likely to win for less money or run for more money? Yeah, it's uh, it would be a tricky call, I guess. But it, may, it, it will add a lot of interest to the race because uh, everybody loves to see that. Uh, 
Yeah. Boy. But, you know, I've always said uh, 5% of a million dollars is a lot more than 0% of a million dollars. Have you always... Holy shit. The obviousness is just all over the place today, people. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, well, that's... Uh, yeah, I think the safe route's definitely the run on Friday, but that's not how they're going. Uh, I I understand that... Uh, yeah, the epicenter who was second in the Derby is running. I think Zandon, who was third, is running. Uh, and there are several horses like Ethereal, what's its name, who skipped the Derby is running. So there'll be a couple new faces, a couple old faces in the Philly, and it will be interesting as we talk about next Friday and try and figure out how to lose our money. So John, am I am I telling you am I telling this story about the pick five? here or have you heard well i you you are the co-host here is a story worth hearing let's hear it okay okay well here we are we're at penn national and penn national is running live starting at two o'clock and was done before the derby right which is on simulcast on the tv screens so just for shits and giggles the fourth race at Penn National, it's pick five time, so I say, oh, I'll play the pick five. And, you know, I've got the, the DRF quick sheet, so all I do is I go down the first, second, the, you know, they have three picks for every race, and I said, oh, that one looks good. So I picked two horses in the first four races based on that, and I got to the last race, and the top horse in their picks was the morning line favorite at eight to five so i'm like wow i mean you know hate to be at the last race with a single but uh this looks like you know the horse is most likely to just you know be the winner right okay so i single the last race right i say okay i'll do that and so here i go one win two wins three wins four wins john so I'm sitting there with, I, I'm, I'm sitting there looking and, and, and I said to your sister, hey, you, you know, and of course she's there. And of course that's exciting, you know, a bilge, you know, I, you know, and a couple of them weren't the favorite. So it was, it was looking pretty good. And, and, and I said, she, she said, what do you got in the last race? And I said, well, I singled it. And she said, why'd you do that? And I, and I explained to her, I said, see, this is the first and here the number four horse is is the morning line favorite at eight to five that looks pretty pretty good and i went oh she says what i said shit and i look at the ticket and instead of betting the four horse i bet the one horse Uh, yeah uh, and which you know and i understood why i did because it was first on the list up above and the favorite so i kind of i just it was it was a what do you call that a senior moment a bag lock moment whatever so Anyway, the horse the horse I picked, I've singled, I look it up, is going to pay $1,800 if it wins. The other horse is going to win 450 if it wins, So, which is not bad money on a, on a $16 ticket, right? So, uh, all right, so of course I'm sitting there and you know, it, there's not much time for me to be depressed, right? It turns out my, my horse is the second to the last favorite when they get in, but there are only five horses, right? It never, never even comes close to being a contender. Never sniffs a thing. I never have a chance, never an inkling of hope. 
On the other hand, the horse I should have picked smoked him like kielbasa. Comes to my, I think, one by ten lengths. Not now. Yeah, and I'm sitting there going, and Karen said, it would have been so much better if one of the other horses had won. You said, well, I just, you know, I would have lost anyway, blah, blah, blah. But to sit there and watch that horse that I thought, it didn't go off as a favorite, by the way. Uh, not that it really matters, but you know, I was, anyway, uh, yeah, so. That's brutal. It, well, and it's just me being, you know, you got to be careful and not be stupid and, Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that would have been a heck of a day. It would have been even better, a heck of a day, and the story would be better if the number one had, out of nowhere, won, right? And then I would have had the, I would have had the money and a really stupid story to tell, yeah. But there you go. So, John, we're, we're, we've, we've carved out a lot of minutes already. Uh, you brought up golf earlier. Uh, you brought up the wrong golf. By the time we, we talk next Friday morning to PGA, the second major of the year will be playing, right? Yep. And they're playing in Tulsa. Is Tulsa nice in May? Uh, if you like. Uh-oh, here comes. <laughs> I mean, first of all, it's in one of my favorite states. What do you mean, one of your favorite states? Is there someplace competitive with Oklahoma in terms of your hate? No, okay, yeah, it's in your it's one in in your favorite state, yeah, and, and uh, the weather there always sucks, right? It's gonna be hot. It stinks there. I mean, it's just there's nothing yeah. about Tulsa. Okay, John. Hey, John. Remember the last time they played at Southern PGA at Southern Hills? I I do remember it. It was it, of course it was August, which uh, scheduling playing golf in August in Oklahoma is genius. But anyway, uh, it was baked hard, hot, and like a hundred every day. And Tiger wandered around with a towel around his neck constantly. And this is when he was a young man. Yeah. Yeah. So. And they had they were syringing greens in between whole in between groups. I mean, it was just. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't think it'll be. It won't be that bad. I'm, I'm sorry. We're stepping on each other. What'd you say? That was a year Goosen won it, wasn't it? No, Tiger won. Oh, that's right. Goosen won it. The one. This is like the third time they've played a tournament there. Yeah, they played. One, the, one this is this is one of the places that used to be in the rotation to, to play major championships. Yes, it is a, it is an old style big league golf course. Uh, but I do remember. I think Tiger. Two thousand six was it seven. Uh, but he did not hit driver most of the tournament because it was so hard and, you know, I, I don't know what's going to play in terms of length, but everything was running and hard. He could do like he's done at the British Open multiple times and just hit a, a running chaser uh, long iron and be in good shape. And uh, he, so I remember he beat the field pretty bad that day, that weekend, so... So they're back there next weekend, and we'll have to figure out our picks early next week. And I have no idea. Uh, obviously, it's been like 15 years since they've been there, so there's not really a horse for the course you can really pick. And I, yeah, it's it'll be fun. Yeah, uh, somebody's uh, somebody's got a chance uh, again to 
to do something and uh, make themselves legend, wait for it, dairy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, anything to add to that? Yeah, well, you 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 are no longer a a quick drive up there to attend, are you? No, no, it's not going to be uh, worth the trip for me. Yeah, well, it's a it's a long ass trip for you at this point because you you move four hours further away. So yeah. it was about four hours away right. previously. So. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, anything else you wanted to cover today, laddie? Thumbs it up. Yeah, I gotta figure out how to go back and cut out the ten minutes on Craig's Ranch that we did. Yeah. Can I tell you about the hotel I stayed at the other day? No. Last week? No. No. It's kind of a tall one. Yeah. It had like eight or nine floors in it, and uh, I went to go get ice, and there was no ice in my floor, and I couldn't figure it out. And I asked the front desk, and they said, "Oh, it, ice is on floors one, three, five, and seven." I said, "Huh." That's odd. Uh, okay, so you found the ice machine then? One, three, five, and seven. Yeah, John, I, I'm not giving. I'm not giving you that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, you've gotten to be like your your older brother. I, I can. I, there's a there's some sort of tell when you when you start one of those. I now I know I now know what's coming. So, uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, for years I used to sit there thinking it was a real story coming. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Foolish me. All right, John, uh, I've got to get in the editing booth and, uh, and uh, put all these pieces together. I'll talk to you uh, next week, and uh, have a good weekend. You too, bro. Have a great weekend. All right. All right Bye. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Bye. Bye.